0: Welcome to the Story Thinker, a webtoons and Witcher podcast for superfans with scene-by-scene analysis. Featuring sharp co-hosts for a fuller picture, we dive deep into character psychology, relationships, and theories. We'd love it if you could like, subscribe, comment, and rate us on all podcast platforms and social media. For bonus content, you can support the Story Thinker on Patreon. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to episode 120 of Midday Poppyland. We are here with Patty, Saucy, and Darla.
1: Hey, Hello. Hey,
0: what's up? You. Awesome. All right. So we start out with um, our very tantalizing scene. You know, we ended off last episode with the poppies in the shower. Tora's blushing, and he has good reason to blush because we have a naked poppy in the shower, just like Darla has a naked Tora in the shower on her mm-hmm. back. <laughs>
2: Looking and listen.
1: Lines. Comparison.
2: Listen, we still got a little shape of that booty. hmm
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, it's still is. up. Mm-hmm. It is still up. The booty survive. How to use some uh, artistic licensing.
2: Yes. <laughs> the webtoon police. <sighs>
1: didn't,
2: didn't make it this far. Yeah. Y'all hate
1: censorship.
2: Agreed. <laughs> agreed. We, but, you know, I'm glad we did get to see his butt in oh, all oh, its glory
1: we, oh i saved it for <laughs> sure it is on my phone so but i will not post it publicly mm-hmm.
0: well for now everyone can gaze at darla's you know squiggly lines um those are mm-hmm. those are very beautiful as well <laughs> all right so she's in the shower and um splash you know soap in her face ah, last the soap in my eyes and nose um <laughs> And, yeah and the waste bin has uh, a bunch of blood and this is torah tossing away his um bloody bandages and you know from the wound that he didn't want papi to see Which better mm-hmm. hide that garbage can really well i should cover it up with other stuff because papi's gonna notice that
2: yikes yeah. on bikes i'm i'm worried that like do we have <laughs> like a, a hospital level injury here like sir if you are bleeding that much do we need to go somewhere and get medical attention
3: well the other thing I it was still like... bleeding wasn't it yeah especially
0: when
2: yeah he, yeah he, i think he had said it was still bleeding a little bit he said it was a little worse than the other greys that she caught
3: because hmm. that was a long train ride for it to be still bleeding after it had been packed with bandages yeah,
1: yeah
2: for sure mm, for sure
1: but don't you think he would know how to stitch himself up that's
0: yeah. I too. Taurus seems very competent and experienced with this.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, like we talked about, like mm-hmm. ages ago, like Poppy's a country girl. She probably knows how to stitch somebody up. Like you, when you're when you're out there, you gotta know how to do that shit. I mean, Peg, I'm sure you oh, know yeah, that.
1: Peg knows. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I've been watching some YouTube videos about <laughs> it. It's kind of fascinating, to be honest.
3: Well, in his line of work, he's got to know basics about wound care. That's this pretty... is true. This mm-hmm. is true.
0: <laughs> so his phone rings, and this is ringing us back. Okay, and he he walks over. Buzz, 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 buzz He comes over, and we see incoming video call, Goliath. Whoa, this is like wow. number one.
1: <laughs> like, this is Goliath, way back. I love Goliath, this unknown mystery boy. Mm-hmm.
0: It is like, whoa, shocker, shocker, shocker that, like, he is finally suffocating. <laughs> I mean, like, we actually, besides for just being, like, a background figure, now here he is again. But.
2: Yeah, like, excuse you, sir, we have been waiting for you to make your appearance in person in 128 episodes thank you very much
1: (laughs) since what 2019
2: i know it's been four years it's been
1: 84
2: years
1: (laughs) even poor
2: doesn't believe it i know i know he's like is this a fucking prank call
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would yeah i mean whatever we read the episode so we know it's not but uh, yeah that yeah but well I guess I will say when I first read this I was like okay I knew that the season finale was coming up so I was uh-huh. like, and our joke had been that we only see Goliath at the season finale so I kind of was waiting for him to be to appear <laughs> so when I did see that okay you know it probably really
2: is Goliath I was waiting for the like uh, honestly since last time she had him like dive off of a cliff I was waiting for um an episode where he's just like still sailing and flying <laughs> in the air like
1: he's been floating for 50 60 episodes <laughs> he's just been falling off that cliff with like leaves <laughs> hitting his face you know yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah i've been waiting for the landing in the tree myself the tree mm. top oh.
2: jeez louise yeah well we
0: don't see that he accepts the video call and <laughs> Well, I have his really no, like... uh, casual and um, <laughs> spontaneous greeting. What's up, bro? Sorry, I didn't write. Got my phone back minutes ago. And <laughs> it is a very incongruous, given what we see next in the episode. It's like such a misplaced or overly casual and um, benign greeting.
1: But, you hey, know how you know how I read that as maybe because I'm such an old millennial, but are you guys mm. aware of those scream commercials? Or
2: yes, that's exactly I, how I, I read that.
1: Right? But I don't want to say because I'm just oh, the WhatsApp.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yes. any Gen Zs can YouTube like scream was up pizza call <laughs> <laughs> and you'll hear exactly what I'm talking about and that's how I read Goliath saying was that
2: mm-hmm. I am now going to hear that voice as his voice oh <laughs> yeah me too that's going to be his voice <laughs> oh my god uh, nice to know his phone is still working because right? i was like my dude you've been gone for like two months does that thing even still have a battery left
1: <laughs> it's probably some nokia phone
2: <laughs> you're probably not wrong that that would that would check out
1: <laughs> but it's interesting
3: he's making excuses basically for not calling right huh just got my phone back implying that i would have been in touch sooner but i didn't have my phone
2: right right Mm-hmm. that's true that's true
3: and he's all in the dark you can't really clearly see him mm-hmm. all you see is like a
0: big a big smile you know you see this like squinty eyes and a smile so well he starts blue. out you know he seems okay he starts out that way and torah's like Goliath, where the hell did he go and he asked him what's with the hush hush to him you were there your, your toy poodle or what <laughs> and he's like shut the hell up so he's a fucking golden retriever or something Wait, don't change the subject. Okay.
2: So <laughs> I wonder what's the toy
3: poodle? Is
2: That's that what to- I was wondering too. I'm like like of course like they're it's, referring to a woman.
1: Mm, ooh, a, a, a nicer woman? way to say bitch.
2: Per perchance. Perchance. <laughs> um because, like, of course, we know when he says it, she's a freaking golden retriever, we know that he's referring to Poppy, right? And so I'm like, who's the golden retriever, Tora? Oh, who's the poodle? So, sorry. Hmm. Who's the toy poodle? Mm-hmm.
0: And it sounds like it's a specific person, not just
3: a toy poodle.
0: It's yeah. A <laughs> toy
2: poodle. I can- mean, don't get me wrong. He's got a body count, I'm sure. Like, would love to know who it is, though.
3: But Goliath's next comment shows that he didn't really, really think he was with the toy poodle or anybody else, right? Ah, yeah, Yeah. that's true. He's Like, hot damn, you got yourself a chick, for real? chick bro, when did I get to see her? (laughs) Yeah, I guess, right. Well, that's an odd question for him to be asking, as we will find out in about a couple panels, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, him just being so casual, or maybe on the phone,
0: perhaps? Yeah, hey, that's maybe what yeah. he realizes she must be there if he's, you know, quiet. <clears throat> and he's like, when you get your eyes back to Naren City, where the hell are you? Why is it so dark? And he's like, clicking, clicking, trying to focus better. And and Goliath's like, the screen's fine, Dupes. so is your eyesight. Lighting's just bad. Stop punching the brightness control before you break the phone again. So he they see he knows him very well because he he sees what he's doing and... um. You know he knows his history, he's apparently broken bones like this before. He knows that he's immediately trying to get the brightness level up. Mm-hmm. So, well, we
1: all know that is technologically challenged, so yeah, yeah, Goliath better he, know that
3: the way he addresses him, uh, implies a certain level of closeness or knowing each other, you know, mm-hmm. because even Torah's own dudes don't address him, they call him a doofus and stuff like that, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
3: That's very a, true. A base level of respect, and this guy's just met at being a his the cocky. He gives no fucks, his,
1: which I like.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Exactly. And Torah is responding and kind. Torah is not saying, "Oh my god, how are you talking to me this way?" You know, it's clear that they had that equal relationship.
2: Yeah, they've got a banter.
3: And Torah is nervous about him. Look at him; his fangs mm-hmm. are showing, and he's dripping sweat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Goliath's like, "Sec, I
0: need a better angle." Ta-da! And now you see a close-up of Torah and you see there's some tears in his eyes. Now, question is, is like this is before we see the next panel. Is Torah yeah. tearing up because he sees him or is Torah tearing up because he's like, oh my god, the wife is finally talking to me and like now I get to, you know, be in touch with him and
2: see what happened to him. What do you think? I, I think if he was if he was tearing up before he had revealed uh, before goliath had revealed his face then that might have been like oh my god you're here kind of thing but um i think this is more he's realizing what's going on with goliath in that next picture because he's seeing a whole lot yeah
3: Hmm.
0: seeing the shape he's in Mm -hmm. so now we go to the next panel and we see what torah sees um, we see Goliath, yeah. and his face is all red. It's bruised. He has blood down his face. He's missing mm-hmm. a tooth. And you see in the background, like we don't see a lot, but you definitely see grimy, you know, bars.
2: Yeah. And
0: Goliath is. He says, "I'm Malibu motherfucker, our dream destination," which is obviously for <laughs> obvious y'all. Not. Life. Yeah. And he's yeah. just yeah. trying to <laughs> play it off and you know, in the neat place, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, because he doesn't want Torah to be worried, even though it's super obvious that he's not there, but you know, he's he has that <sighs> yeah, he doesn't want him to be worried. Anyway, I'm going to say that. But um, one thing that's really touching is that thing of touch, you see Torah's hands on the phone and Goliath's hand is also literally on the same spot on the phone and it's like they're touching
2: hands through the screen.
0: How sad.
2: <sighs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh, you had to mention that, Mindy. God damn it.
0: I didn't notice it till this reread, but it's all right.
2: I was today years old when I learned that.
1: I know, right? And then the touch dot, dot, dot.
0: And now we see, you know, we get to see like the camera zooms into where Goliath is, and he is in a nasty, nasty looking jail cell. There. Um, a toilet there's a sink and there's a bed and there's some grills on top which actually reminds me of Tora's the a lot, a lot of here is reminiscent of the first episode you know the, the phone call from Goliath and then yeah little window all the way on top you know with a little mm-hmm. like a uh, little
2: bit of light oh that's true that's true
1: oh Torah's apartment
2: yeah mm. you no. know and I will say for oh go ahead Peg
3: oh uh well I was I was just looking and noting that in an actual jail cell because I've been in a lot. Um, mm-hmm. the, the toilets are always a stainless steel. Yeah. I mean, just side note, because, you know, breaking them and using the ceramic as weapons. So you would yeah. have a steel, uh, a solid steel bowl, mm-hmm. no um, thingy. So, yeah. Yeah. So
1: this isn't a legitimate penitentiary. This is some like makeshift. Mm-hmm.
2: This, I mean, it is it's,
1: yeah
2: like, it yeah. made me kind of remember like do you guys remember from episode five when uh torah was being tortured by martin it kind of reminded me of the room that he was in during that because he was in kind of like a a caged off hole looking thing with like this little bitty window up at the top if i remember
1: by i martin? could be wrong
2: i do not you know it was martin Even when he was young yeah because remember in a previous episode i think it was like five or six episodes ago they had shown martin a younger martin and baby torah he was yeah. uh he was doing gun practice with him yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so it kind of reminded me of that
0: mm. right yeah i don't know if i connected it necessarily to like when he was in that hole and like when he mm. was looking for him but you know could have been uh, anyways it's depressing and you know, Goliath is not Goliath is not owning up to the seriousness of the situation. Mm-hmm. He is at least starting out by, you know, pretending everything's okay. Um, and he continues, he's like, and check this out. And we see him, you know, holding the phone and his clothes are dirty, and we don't see it so well here, but you see it looks like he has his arm behind his back, but you see that it's bandaged at the, mm-hmm. at the elbow. Um, and you know, that's what we see for now yeah his tattoo is similar to Taurus
2: mm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah that's... That's, he, he looks terrible he's all bruised up he says it's almost dawn where I'm at <sighs> and you know it, it's him trying to like show the beauty where he is he's still trying to be positive as though as though like oh wow look what a beautiful sunrise there is mm-hmm. but and it is a very nice sunrise but then oh my god these panels are awful um then he says almost dawn and you see like a little bit of light across his face and then his face suddenly gets s- serious and somber
2: yeah
0: and yeah uh, and, and torah realizes this and he's like dawn what's gonna happen at dawn
3: uh... i mean yeah like i yeah i didn't need that when i was reading this that extra emphasis because if you're in a jail cell and you're it, it, there's a reference to you know it's almost dawn mm-hmm. usually that's a reference to um, an execution at dawn yeah that's what happens at dawn so you know yeah it was so you're like well hopefully that's not what he's talking about but it seems to be setting that up
2: yeah kind of like it, it and i would imagine you know goliath and torah being involved in the kind of life that they are that they probably know like they would understand that reference and so i'm wondering if like maybe because torah is obviously in a state of shock anyway that he's just like wait wait what do you mean Mm -hmm. right like he's almost like please tell me that's not what i think you know
1: yeah torah is totally panicking like, yeah. you know, if you look at the last two panels, he goes, it's almost dawn where I'm at. Almost mm-hmm. dawn." So that right there is, you know, giving that conclusion mm-hmm. of what Goliath is prepping himself for. So, yeah, um, yeah it's Taurus totally panicking, which.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: And Goliath's eyes in that panel look
2: awfully familiar. Mm, yes. yes, they do. Facial it's expression, so all of that.
1: So so sad. It's it's the
0: panel is so well drawn. That's like it's so it's so horrible. It's horribly poignant. <sighs> so yeah, Tori is now, like you said, panicking. He's standing, he's he's standing up, he's looking out the window, and he says, quit fucking around, Goliath. Just tell me where you are now. As though, like, by looking out the window, he's gonna be like, I'll find him and I'll help him. Like, he's he's trying to spring into action mode, even though the next thing he said, the southeastern region, he knows he's not, like, right nearby, but he's just yeah. so oriented to helping and to rescuing that that's his first thought. He's like, let me go outside and we'll look for him and what am
2: I gonna do? Right, right. Like, because that's what he does. I mean, he saves people all the time. Like, if we think about it, he the people that he keeps close to him he ensures their safety in so many ways like thinking about like i'm reminded of you know the episode where you know he's meeting poppy at uh at that super fancy restaurant i think it was the black pearl god black. i can't remember the black, black swan. swan thank you and like even though he didn't even touch the steak that he had ordered you know, he told you go ahead and have it. Right. So like he's used to giving to the people around him and protecting the people around him. So it just comes natural to him to be like spring into action like that. And that's the first thing he thinks of because he's the guy who thinks he can solve everything.
3: Well, I bet you anything what he's thinking, because he's, he plans ops. So if he's like, are you in the Southeastern region? He's thinking, who do I have there? What are the resources? You know, what, what do I need to do? That kind of stuff. Exactly. Exactly. We
0: have an author's note that Narin is a continent now.
3: Yep. Sweet.
0: <sighs> and he's sort fumbling, is fumbling in his pocket, and then he remembers he's he's looking for cigarettes, and he remembers Poppy, you know, as they're walking in, she's like, "Turn in your ammo now, bud. Last thing I need is a smoking violation summons to worry about." And we see that the hotel is a smoke-free premise, strictly all strictly no mm-hmm. smoking in all rooms and common areas. Yeah. And so fine. He doesn't. He doesn't. He has a cigarette. But he's mm-hmm. a lighter. He he has a cigarette in his mouth now.
2: Yeah, a lot
0: of crap lighters with her. And, and the lion says, "It's nothing, bro. I just called to say I'm sorry." that's Yeah, him, sorry because I think it's the last thing he expected to hear. From the lion. Yeah,
2: They're and really- you can tell how like you know i mean obviously we know tor is anxious but i think it's interesting like he can't even light the cigarette but he's still going for the comfort of having it like he put it in his mouth and then he's holding on to it as if he's smoking it right like so even the act of doing it the ritual of doing it he's holding on to that right now and that just that speaks to how just how elevated his anxiety is like this isn't run-of-the-mill anxiety for him like he needs that predictability right now
0: Mm -hmm.
3: right and so okay so so where are we gonna switch over Uh, i feel like i can switch over now yeah okay yeah sorry (laughs) go ahead yeah so anyways uh he says the hell are you saying that for dummy and like patty said he's got that cigarette um tell me where you are for fuck's sake i'm occupied right now but i'll come get you as soon as i can and if i can't i'll send someone over or something and goliath is like come get me like when i asked you to come get me at that countryside forest road so is he maybe implying that tor didn't come get him or yeah you know yeah he can... he's
1: thinking that yeah. tor never wanted to get him
3: mm-hmm.
1: he's feeling a little well
3: abandoned and like a yeah little and so uh is like what moonbright and yeah like that time so i'm guessing that's um goliath's voice yeah mm-hmm. and we see poppy's hand coming towards the bathroom door and then we see kind of a poignant image of outside of that raised kind of window/air hole in the cell mm-hmm. and goliath is like really which is kind of an interesting kind of reaching out for um, that someone had supported him, even though he didn't realize it, someone had come for him, even though he didn't realize it. And he's in this yeah. you know, darkest place of his life now where, you know, there really isn't a possibility for anyone to come for him, but someone did come for him in the past. Mm-hmm. And that obviously yeah, moves that him and he's looking out that window at the approaching day yeah yeah came down to get me that day Um, and we see the sun rising and we know what that means or what's implied that that means yeah and torah's like well it wasn't over the moon about it but yeah why not i'm not even going to grill you over the whole notebook business just and again you see goliath uh, realizing what he means to torah because of what torah did for him that he didn't he was never aware of until now yeah but Tora continues just give me the situation so I can think of something for you Goliath and so Poppy is realizing who he's talking to yeah she's trying not to make a noise and not to interrupt but she's obviously uh, has a sudden emotional reaction because she's already crying yeah um and then we see how oh, how anxious Tora is mm-hmm and yeah, the also crying in a previous panel. It's like maybe, yeah, maybe she starts crying when she sees Torah crying. Maybe it's in his voice cracking or something that signals to her um, this moment for Torah because she she's mm-hmm. experiencing it through Torah. She can't see what we're seeing in Goliath's reaction.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it. This is kind of where you know I think it's just a limit of a webtoon is that they have to show things through like facial reactions and things because we can't hear tone of voice right um because if if poppy's having that emotional response right now i can only imagine like part of me is thinking like maybe torah sounds a little gruff maybe he sounds a little more emotional than he normally would um and so that's kind of like sparking a reaction for her and it you know if she's feeling it and then we see the tears and things in goliath's eyes like they both know him so well based on based on their interactions that we've seen before that they they know shit's real
3: yeah she can hear him torah kind of mm, panicking in his own way Mm -hmm. not even going to grill you over the whole notebook business just just give me the situation so I can think of something for you. So I can yeah. think, of something, think of anything for you. So that's in that dialogue there. And,
0: you know, you could just see how much Torah is committed to Goliath and loves him. by mm-hmm. you know, Torah's life was just put in danger by this notebook, right? And the the, yeah. the yeah, presumably still out there that's threatening him. But he he just doesn't care. That That's all nothing. And he's like, just forget it.
3: I, I, let me know how I can help you.
2: So you yeah. See. Well, they
3: are kind of in the middle of a rather urgent mission and he just whisked her away on a train and is going to hide her and find out this that and the other thing and so we've got a bunch of stuff going on but he's obviously never mind that i'm gonna drop all that we'll get back to that later i first i need to go to you and help you yeah it's it's
1: very obvious that torah has a lot of love for goliath Mm mm-hmm whether or not we know what relationship this is but like he has so much love for him and i'm just like you know whatever just keep going
2: well (laughs) and i mean that's but that's a fair thing to say because like i mean think about what we've had of goliath up to this point right like the the memories that we've had of goliath have been of him betraying torah him being a pain in the ass and torah going to get him right and like because i distinctly remember in that first episode he's like call someone who fucking cares because it ain't me right and he tosses his phone (laughs) right right and then he gets back up he sits straight up and he says fuck you know like he He ruffles his hair yeah he still
1: does it he still gets up and goes
2: yeah so, which I guess that that could have been one of our very first clues of like, this guy is important for some reason, right? Maybe we yeah. didn't know what it was. Um it, but we knew that there was some beef between them. And then we learned that he betrayed Torah, that he turned him in. And so, of course, all of us are like, "Fuck you dude." <laughs> <laughs> um you know we know that he's kind of a show-off because some of the other flashbacks we had of him he yeah. was like all dressed Foxy. to the nines at the casino table you know what i what like the, the wyatt yeah and i mean like face tattoo yeah like yeah. all of us made so much speculation about him and i i would just like to say that i i am glad that like part of me understood his like lackadaisical like yeah man and he says bro like every other fucking word like <laughs> like he's just that guy he's got like short dude swagger right he has
1: such like you know little bro energy and yes. you know it's, it is what it is like he's he's that little bro energy that like wants that he wants all the attention and yeah
2: Oh, for sure. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even when they were talking about him, like, rising through the ranks and him being a legend, like, you don't become a legend in Mafia world unless you've done some crazy shit in a short amount of time, which we still don't know how he got to that. And so, like, I, part of me is, like, I want more of that. I, I need more of that, you know? Right.
1: Goliath is so awesome. Like, I, yeah. I, I do. I, I'm the same. I, I want more
2: he's that little brother you're always fucking bailing out because they're always getting into shit you know
1: he's like me
2: (laughs) (laughs) he he kind
3: of is (laughs) but the first um introduction we had to him was as a victim of mysterious violence Right. yes all we had was a pretty shoe and then we had him falling jumping off a cliff being chased by unknown people mm-hmm. for unknown reasons so he's sort of this always in a need to be rescued thing yeah and now here he is all bloody and gross in a skanky jail cell with apparently a death sentence over his head yeah and, and here Tora's saying well how do I rescue you? where are you at and mm-hmm. his answer is silence. He's got blood splashed on his hair. Um, yeah. but that silence is is like a big answer. you know, consider he's this mm-hmm. he's that little tr- little brother who's always in trouble and always calling for something. And here the only answer is, I'm sorry, bro. yeah, he's tears. given up. You can see from one panel to the other now he has tears. If mm-hmm. I could turn back the clock and do things differently, I would. Wow yeah and I feel like it was
0: probably never said something like that before I never apologize,
3: yeah. And so then, as Goliath keeps talking, Torah begins to remember, so I'll yeah, too, Patty,
2: okay. And so he says uh we hear him talking to Torah, and he says, I don't even know why I did all that fucked up shit to you. You didn't deserve that crap. You've been nothing but good to me all this while. I'm sorry, bro. And so Torah is clearly having a flashback and we see a reminiscent panel Mm -hmm. of Torah being apprehended and we get a little more glimpse into this and we see Goliath, a younger Goliath, um, talking to the authorities and they say, thanks for coming down to identify the suspect, Goliath. And he says, anytime, Chief Schuster. And about that record, consider it done so now we know why he sold out torah he Mm -hmm. wanted a clean record
1: that little rat
2: right like and why would you do that to somebody that like i mean clearly he has regret now but like why would you be willing to throw somebody under the bus like that that you're supposedly close with you know like that's the ultimate fucking betrayal
1: what, what sign predictions do we have for goliath
2: I mean, clearly he's an Aries, but he's probably got some Gemini up in there, because mm. you know, you know, no Leo two
1: face and stuff.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, and, yeah, Eileen, totally... we love you.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit of Leo energy as well, because he likes to be all show offy. This center is true. Of attention. Especially with that gambling picture of him. Glowing
2: Poppy's mom. Mm-hmm. Poppy's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit of Scorpio energy. Who knows? Just a smidge. Just a smidge. A little smidge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's definitely a
3: chaos engine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For he sure.
2: Is. So the chaos Jedi fits.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh so what's interesting here though like we head to this next panel where he says take that Baltham and Locke away let's see how Vincent likes having his property messed with for a change the cop says that but we're focused on Goliath here he don't look so hot Mm-mm. he looks like he's a little worried looks- i don't know if he's he guilty yeah regret. like mm-hmm. immediate regret
1: mm-hmm. he's all guilty not regret he
0: i think he's just he's a selfish person and he's yeah he knows he's selfish he knows he's doing the wrong thing he knows mm-hmm. he's torah but he still cares about himself more than he cares about torah
2: yeah yeah he's and, and i know we talked about <sighs> this technically like the listeners are going to be hear this in a future podcast but you know he seems like the instant gratification type i mean if we think about like he's famous for gambling i mean dude has a fucking ace of spades on his hand right um you know and you want to talk about one of the most addictive things you can do is gambling i mean we got little hints of that with alice and <laughs> joe even right because like it, they called him poker uh poker face uh bait god oh, i can't remember help me help me peg Uh, poker face baby poker face baby baby. something like that (laughs) so like but but it tells me that like this is clearly like he does impulsive shit right he gets himself into trouble he does impulsive shit and you know he might have instantaneous regret but it's usually after the fact when you can't do anything about it yeah
3: but i mean informing on Someone to the cops is usually yeah. that's unforgivable.
1: Yeah. Little rat.
3: That usually burns the bridge in Yeah. You know, yeah. Even in, in
2: among cl- people who are close to each other. That's true. That's very true. Oh. Well, and didn't Torah say like snitches are usually numbered? Mm-hmm. Well. Which makes me wonder what oh. price did Torah have to pay to make sure that Goliath didn't get killed?
0: right right away right yeah as opposed to now
2: <laughs> yeah exactly exactly like what what did he have to do to ensure that goliath was still above ground and breathing you know because he would have been numbered because like we know torah is vincent's number two number one man right like he's his right hand man and vincent would be like who the fuck turned him in because it it puts vincent at risk oh. right not that he cares about torah but it puts him at risk yeah so yeah
3: he should have been taken out while torah was in prison
2: huh. yeah i mean that would have been an easy way to take him out for sure mm-hmm. um and then we kind of move forward in the flashback, so we're kind of moving through time and we hear this is goliath talking he says whoa bro you bulked the fuck up while you were in here <laughs> look it's nothing personal bro mm-hmm. they're just firing a warning shot at your boss you only got to do a couple years, maybe less if you behave. In exchange, my pat, my past criminal records are being scrubbed clean, and I'll go to, I'll go back to school, get that law degree I always talked about. And when I make it, I'll come back for you. And, and the only thing Taurus says to this is "grats."
1: <laughs> uh, so all flat. that are false hope. Yeah, like, you can't believe any of that, especially coming from a person like Goliath
2: yeah and, and it's interesting to look at this dynamic too because like fucking goliath he's just a wall of words here he is just like like you can feel the anxiety with the rapid fire like monologue here and torah like if we look close at the panel like he's not even looking at goliath
3: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. oh that's like,
1: wow that's a great catch patty
2: and his his
0: arms are crossed across his chest. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's leaning back. You know, he's and yeah. leaning in. Goliath yeah. is like doing his best to make his overtures and apologies. Yeah, yeah. Way. He's not really apologizing, but he's like sort of apologizing. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to minimize
3: what he did because he's can't accept responsibility because he's a big image for a baby. Yeah, glass seems to be one of those people where this guy's probably pissed at me but i'm just gonna pretend like we're gonna pretend like nothing happened and that's nothing mm-hmm. personal and we're over that and i'm just visiting you because we're cool
2: right you know all that kind of people wanting to that's... gloss shit over like nothing happened
0: yeah his
2: yeah. very first
0: comment is so like it's so inappropriate he's like whoa you look it's like you look great you know it's like it's kind of like yeah a guy. it's a sad <laughs> story but we have a we have a acquaintance who um she died of cancer and she lost like i don't know like 100 pounds before she died and it's kind of like telling that person oh like whatever i forgot what her name was, was like, whatever you look great you lost so much weight when the reason she lost weight is because she died of cancer She's dying of cancer. right
2: right so it's like oh look you great, right, you bulked up in prison you have all this time to do nothing but bulk up it's like oh my god well and yeah. we see a little bit later why he had to bulk up right um But, oh, my God, like, I want to swing back a little bit to what you were saying, Peg, about, um, you know, Goliath trying to pretend like nothing happened, like, let's, let's let bygones be bygones. And like, don't get me wrong, there's times in relationships where that's appropriate. But I also think it's a hell of a big tool of avoidance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I see clients doing this kind of shit in session, I'm like, hang tight, hang tight here. Because you're you're a wall of words and we need to swing back around like we need to talk about the elephant in the room mm-hmm. we really need to talk about like what the fuck happened because it's it's a huge sign of disrespect to just disregard that those things ever happened
3: yeah i mean you're in a visiting room right
2: now <laughs> right right how well, are we gonna I, be like and, be cool. <laughs> and and let's be real like torah like I don't know how it works in all prisons but like Torek probably could have declined his visit so i mean i guess part of him wanted to know what goliath had to say for himself normally somebody has to be on your
3: visitor list to get yeah and to see you so you have to you know p- submit their name to be on the- your visitor list uh-huh but again i don't know what you know obviously they're not in this jurisdiction
2: <laughs> sure sure <laughs> yeah but it uh, was,
3: we'll narrate this story, whatever it is. <laughs> this is oh. the third bro in this thing, for, right? Mm-hmm. So is it bro like bruh or is it bro like we're brothers? You know, because if they mm-hmm. are, then that would also explain why Goliath is, is alive. Because even Vincent would be hesitant to take out a snitch if it's Tora's brother, because true, mm-hmm. yeah. Tora goes crazy and your head is on a
2: stick. Yeah. That's, like, e- you would have a feral man on your case and he would do everything in his power to kill you
3: whom you trained to be a deadly
2: (laughs) weapon yes (laughs) it's kind of like shooting yourself in the head with your own gun yeah yeah or like when they tell you when you're when you're going into a jail because i've done some interviews in jail when i was uh, a court mandated therapist and like they tell you like don't have anything on you because it can be used against you you know any weapon you have can be used against you and somebody never taught vincent that so we'll have to see how that plays out but i mean kind of moving on here it looks like you know Tora's just not interested and we get a close-up on the next panel and we see he's just like fuck this i'm not talking to you and the dude says time's up inmate let's go
3: wait before we get there though we have this random lady going larry so that Mm -hmm. that's some sort of setup yeah oh right some other visitor
2: yeah yeah and then we get a little bit of conversation here from the side right then it might be that gal that we just talked about and it says oh my god guess what i just overheard the guy beside us sold out his buddy and expects him to be okay with it the cheek accurate oh yeah the prison dramas way juicier than reality tv shows speaking of which
1: <laughs> oh, so, like this week mm-hmm. on the
2: bachelor <laughs> <Yeah>. seriously <laughs>
1: this is more so- like more like real love on hip-hop or something like a little more <laughs> ratchet
2: seriously and and clearly like of course they both hear this happening like you can't help but hear it it's literally next door right goliath's hearing what he needs to hear right
0: he looks mortified because you know you see his he's got his hands in his pockets and and his mouth is turned down and he he doesn't yeah and
3: his eyes are shadowed like he finally he looks like he's ashamed of himself well i think he's also realizing that it's not over he mm-hmm. came to visit his bro, and he got less than one word. He got one syllable out of the whole visit. Yeah, he tora didn't look at him the whole time. So clearly things are not okay.
2: Yeah, most definitely not okay. And so he turns around and he leaves. And then we get these two other dudes in jumpsuits that are taunting tora, and they say, "Boss didn't bail you out, or are you taking the rap?" F- uh, for your clan like the obedient mutt that you are. Oi, fancy meeting mm-hmm. elite Baltham and scum in here. So like they're <laughs> already taunting him. Like he, it doesn't sound like he's been there all that long. Mm-hmm. And so we get that next panel. Tor just smashes the dude's back of his head into the concrete barrier isn't, behind him. Isn't
1: that wonderful? How come we haven't talked about how amazing he looks in this orange jumps?
0: Well, <laughs> Carl, you could be. You know, there's like That's real. True. There's like uh, I don't know if it's like maybe it is a TV series. Maybe it's like a Facebook page of like with people like handsome like guys in prison. And so yes, you would be one of those. Oh my <laughs> God, Mindy,
1: of course you you're. Mindy, 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 have you seen the Facebook page or Instagram page of being a pen? What is the what's the word penman? Pen shit? pen pal to a prison mate and there are so many women that are 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 dying to be these pen pals to these men because like some, some of them aren't cute but I'm like uh, whatever I'm I ain't gonna do that shit you know but mm-hmm. oh my god you need to see these and then they make videos these inmates make videos I'm like hey yo um um, Sid. I've been in prison for X amount of years, but you know, I love art and like, I'll draw you something. So like, I'm going to send you some shit. And it's like, you need to, you need to see it. it, it it's like um one of them like Midwest states. Like, I don't, I don't know what state it was, but I was literally on there for, I don't know how long trying to see this prison penmanship program. Because I thought it
0: was the hilarious. Why oh, wow. Well. I see there's
1: a couple of them. <laughs> You're looking that up, Mindy. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's friends for prisoners. There's a lot of services that do this. Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: If I was single, I just might send a cute little letter like, hi there, how are you? Can I get a drawing? And then we'll just like send drawings to each other. But like, I, I wouldn't do anything else. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> send you a drawing. <laughs> be like, look at look at this uh meme I just made off of this web team that I absolutely obsess about. Hey, by the way, this is Tora. <laughs> You'll be competing with him.
2: <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, clearly the jumpsuit they made for Torah, like I mean it fits him well. Fits him well.
3: It's rolled yeah, up to mean- show off certain assets
1: it looks great like you know I've been thinking and you know I watched a bit of Squid Games like I would totally be that crazy lady smuggling everything Mm -hmm. everything he will be rich he will be the richest prison mate I don't know what the fuck you call it jail mate Um, yeah he will be the richest he will have no problems you know that those that pill do you guys watch Mm -hmm. squid games yeah i haven't seen it but yeah there will be like 20 cigarettes in each of those pills there's gonna be at least four it's there yeah he will be rolling he will be (laughs) falling if i if i smuggle it what
2: you're saying is on Patreon, we may need a side quest down the road of Torah in Squid Game. Oh, interesting.
1: <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. So true story.
3: I was once tossed out of a penitentiary visiting area for wearing a thong.
1: Because oh, when I leave to the,
3: the person I was visiting, the thong things were popping up between yeah. the bottom of my shirt and the top of my jeans and it was causing a ruckus and and so i was yeah so you were banned from
1: the prison pen no i was asked to adjust
3: i was asked to adjust my clothing oh my attire was inappropriate for the visiting area of the why
1: not that's amazing that that was the time of the night of what is it millennial millennia when you can show your thong out of your low-rise jeans and you're like, oh my god, I'm so funny. Oh, it cool. was definitely like,
3: in this century. Yep.
1: <laughs> I did that it in like, right. junior high. I'm such, I know, terrible, huh?
2: We're all about to age ourselves to the Gen Zers listening to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So yeah, I've been
3: in, I counted them up once. I've been in like 16 prisons and jails, can I say? I'll be damned. In a few different...
2: Yeah, three or four different states. Yeah, I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Mm -hmm. So if anybody would be an expert, it's you.
1: Damn, Peg knows. Yeah, fucking expert at this shit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: i once almost got in a fight with this bunch
3: of girls from texas in line to get into the pen (laughs) in the texas pen okay but we can have that no they weren't in texas but we can have that little conversation afterwards with a glass of wine Uh,
1: noted (laughs) i want you for later
3: noted we are gonna need that conversation (laughs) but thumbs up i agree thumbs up to the jumpsuit Mm -hmm. yeah
2: for sure love it
1: and these love
2: boots. the jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. So Torah does Torah, smashes mm-hmm. the fuck out of this guy's head into the wall.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm
2: fondly reminded of one of those first episodes when he like crashed that dude's head when he was in Goliath's p- apartment and just like bam! Like
1: oh yeah, that was one of the best panels ever.
2: Fucking curb checked his face.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like yeah. Oh, in what? the apartment carpet
2: flooring yeah and of course goliath is seeing this and i don't think he understood just how violent that torah became right Hmm. and they're like get back and clear out the visitors this newcomer again damn it he's out of control so like (laughs) that tells us that torah's violent streak has gone up right like and we can tell by the look on goliath's face he is not used to this
1: yeah because tor gives zero fucks now he is a althman elite and he's gonna yeah. show them in the prison what is up but yeah. i think yeah. there's a couple
3: ways to interpret that not that Torah necessarily became more violent in prison because okay. Torah is like a really refined fighting and killing assassination machine before he goes into prison true right true. so but he didn't realize what perhaps i mean there's so there's multiple ways of interpreting this but the way i saw it was he didn't realize what he exposed torah to because torah can normally defend himself and bring in teams mm-hmm. of people and have you know get the the shot from the angle that he wants or whatever but here all he has is you know fists and his persona and his um you know his rep his street cred. that's true but these guys are cigarettes. going to be on him testing that that all the time mm-hmm. and all of that is happening within the power and control of the guards and the prison system so Tor yeah. can't relax for the next two years basically
2: right so and wait,
1: we have a time frame
2: yes I th- I think didn't they say like it happens later in the episode we get a little more of a time frame but uh. in the beginning of this it was like oh it hasn't really been that long like it it gave me the impression that Goliath came in shortly after like it gave us enough information of like oh you had time to bulk up right yes. but yeah but it it hasn't been that long because it feels like you know it's, I I don't think it's been like a year or anything but yeah. I think it's been long enough that Torah's At been able to bulk up. At least a few up.
1: months, I would say.
2: Right, right. And so this kind of also tells us that either maybe Goliath was too chicken shit to come visit him up to this point, or maybe Torah wasn't accepting his visits up yeah. to this
0: point. Yeah, oh yeah, that's a good catch. And maybe you know, maybe Goliath was insistent, and then Torah finally gave in. Yeah. One point for Goliath, you know, If that happened, that he he tried, you know, yeah, some, mm-hmm. yeah. You know um i also interpreted his look as as you know oh wow i didn't realize what i got torah into like because mm-hmm. the, like, the guy like the liar thinks only about himself he doesn't think about other people and yeah. you know, now it's facing him and he's like wow okay maybe maybe this was more than i wanted to happen you know he didn't mm-hmm. actually think about what would happen to torah and mm-hmm. i also wanted to point out if you notice you know he, he talked about oh i'm gonna go to law school right he, he's still yeah age. and notice what he's wearing because Previously, like he wear, you know, everyone in the in the, the mafia tends to wear like you know casual clothes. And mm-hmm. he's wearing, if you look, um, he has like this this button up shirt. He has a sweater and this nice jacket over the sweater. Yeah. Um, oh, there's... he's all trying to look like all prepped. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does. And I think that you know, in his mind, he wanted to have a new life, and he really he really did think he was going to achieve it. Mm-hmm. He was like dressing the part. You know, and then, well, we'll see a little bit later, he, he didn't succeed in, in doing what he wanted to do because we know that he was, you know, mafia
3: overlord, gangster, gambler, etc. But sure,
0: he, he thought
3: that he would be able to do that. Well, it underlines what you, that underlines what you said earlier, Mindy, you said he's selfish and he's, into but his wall of words is all about him. Yeah. My records scrub clean. I'm going to go to law school. I'm going to do this and that. I'm going to come back for you. But he says, oh, You got to do time a couple years, maybe less if you behave. Well, what happens as he walks out the door? He sees Torah can't behave because yeah. Torah is the Baltimore elite. And so, guess what happens if you don't behave? Your time is extended mm-hmm. because then now you've committed a crime, assault in prison.
2: Yeah. So, that,
3: so what he sees Torah doing right there will extend Torah's time.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And so he sees that what he's predicting and what he set up is actually spiraling into worse and worse situation for Tor. He what he did to Tor was much worse than what he thought it was. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Maybe he should have gone to law school before doing
2: that, but (laughs) per chance, per chance. Yeah. Yeah, That
0: ties in with his, you know, short-sightedness and and impulse, you know, control, lack of impulse control.
1: Mm -hmm. He, He doesn't think about the future
2: yeah well and he's a slick talker i mean yeah. we're like we're getting to see all of this and uh, i mean you know when we talk about the addictive and um like persuasive nature of people who kind of have that impulse control issue like they know how to like charm the pants off of anybody right mm-hmm. and so i mean he has the gift of gab and he probably uses that as his superpower but the problem is is that his mouth is writing checks his ass can't cash true. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> you know it's gonna continue that way i mean we know that because it's it's continued he may have made himself a legend in the time that torah was gone but to what end Yeah, what end? Because what we see coming next, as the flashback moves for even more forward, we we see like, welcome back, big bro, missed you, little bros, like asking like, hey man, did you miss us? Um, and then we see this car pull up, and someone's whispering like, you look over there. Whoa, big bro, someone's here to pick up pick you up in his fancy limo. Did you hear about how what he's been up to the last couple of years? um torah doesn't give two shits so there's you and one of his other dudes there he says where's my car Ugh. um and they're like here here we didn't forget young master quincy got her a new coat of paint yesterday right <laughs> so like clearly this was arranged by torah because he had one he didn't expect um of goliath to come pick him up and two he probably had no interest in seeing goliath he knows he's there right? Mm-hmm. And I'll wrap up here because I know we've only got a minute. But the next panel we see is of Goliath sitting there with some fancy ass car, and he's all dressed up. Now he's in the mafia boss gear. Now, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I think it's probably a good spot. Okay, so like we were talking about, we see that Goliath has shown up as promised so at least he kept one of his promises to torah um and he shows up and he looks completely different right like you were talking about mindy he's like dressed to the mafia nines Mm -hmm. and he shows up in this flashy ass car and we see clearly he's got some new tattoos going on there that are peeking out through his his um very low-cut um Shirt there, uh, Lily. I wanted to see a little more, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) his chest is you know well built, so yeah, also bulked up since, since right? Right, so like that kind of gives us a clue that like we don't know what he's been up to, but we can kind of guess at what he's been up to. Um, especially based on what we know of him later, yeah, he's
0: you know climbed to the top of the you know the clan food chain,
2: yeah. Yeah, and
1: he, he's he's clearly been getting money.
2: Mm-hmm. Gold yeah. yeah, he also looks pretty fucking pissed. Like that next panel where we get a close up on his face, he doesn't look too happy that maybe Tor is ignoring him, and What's we get not- this. Oh go ahead.
0: Like what were you thinking was going to happen Goliath? Like really you thought he was come out of years of jail and be like oh Goliath my buddy I'm
1: so
2: happy to see you. Like, Right.
1: Mindy and be like what's up Goliath? Why
3: I'm here bro. Uh, <laughs> golly.
1: So foolish. He's like a really
0: uh, for someone who you know people need social skills to climb the top right so obviously mm-hmm. he has some level social skills but he's so wrapped up in himself that he can't even see that understand that torah is not is angry at him like <laughs>
2: yeah yeah like what yeah. if he it doesn't even occur to him
3: but it's still
2: that kind of little bro
3: energy like oh here you yeah know, me, i'm here for you i showed up for you i want to you know me 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 mm-hmm. and then torah basically humiliates him because he's snapped his fingers and his Baltimore hounds minions have brought his car for him and Mm -hmm. they go booming off and leave goliath just standing there yeah it's very humiliating just like i mean more humiliating than him just turning his head and not talking to him in the visitor room Oh, for sure. Right. For like sure. Like in front of the lackeys.
2: Yeah. Well, and I can imagine that Tor would still be fucking pissed off because if, if they, these two care about each other in the way that I think that they do, like, for his brother or this dude who's his brother in arms or whatever is saying to him like i'm gonna go to law school i'm gonna do all of these things and uh, he's basically saying i'm gonna make it worth your while and then he shows up like this like i'm sorry like i don't know peg maybe you can speak to this but like i don't know too many people that like go from high school and finish law school in two years like i'm pretty sure he didn't go to law school but like i don't know
1: And Um, mind you, like, okay, this, the the unanswered question in this still mm -hmm. is Goliath isn't part of the Baldwin clan, isn't he? Right. Nine daggers. So it's like, Mm -hmm. what is he doing here? Yeah. In his fancy garb, in his new Mercedes, and he's like, I'm going to pick up Big Bro, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: right right because i mean technically that would make them rivals Mm. you know like what's he doing showing up that's a good point
0: point. at least on goliath's part you know that he he is looking overlooking clan boundaries to be there for torah yeah it Mm -hmm. looks to me like
3: he had this fantasy that he was going to roll up and show torah how successful he's been and how yeah it's basically tor is high in the mafia now he's fine you know he's got all these symbols of success around him and mm-hmm. then tor would kind of walk out with just the clothes on his back and he'd be like i'm gonna pick you up where you want me to take you and I'm like ride blah 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 but yeah. Tor has made these arrangements to be picked up by somebody else so this is his little fantasy crumbling to the ground oh sure here. Yeah.
1: And Torah wanted to drive himself, I'm sure, in a little red, probably.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's
0: also it seems as though maybe Goliath, you know, going thinking back well, off of what you were saying, Peg, maybe Goliath expected Torah to be proud of him. Be like, oh look, look what I've yeah. done. I didn't go to law school. I didn't, you know, get a clean record. I didn't get away from mafia life, but like look, I've I've done so much. And instead of getting that like, oh my god pat on the back, like wow, or like mm-hmm. being impressed, he gets rejection and Like so angry, like
1: his hand is
0: shaking. Oh
2: That's yeah, a sad. Yeah, it is. It's really sad. And then we pan. Like it's interesting. Like I, I kind of love how Lily went from these panels of Goliath being the successful person to, you know, showing how angry he is. And then the next panel we see, we come back to the present, and he's the most defeated he has ever been you know look how far we've come look where your bullshit got you
1: you know Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. yeah and it's just it's devastating it's devastating and i think you know and i i know we've talked about this on the 129 podcast but like also you know it's it's hard for me to connect to goliath Because I've had to do a lot of speculating of who he is as a person. And we know some things about him. But to me, this is devastating, I guess, of course, for him as a human being, right? But I'm more connected to Torah, right? And so for for Torah to see, like, there's no way out of this. I can't do anything for him. Like, this is the most devastating for Torah. yeah and so we panel back to Tora we're not looking at his face he's looking at the phone and we hear Poppy calling Tora Poppy comes out and she's like can can I join and that's the end of the the episode wow
1: (laughs) it's crazy
2: (sighs) ugh Uh, yai, 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 yai. this hurts
0: yeah i'm like too depressed to say anything <laughs> i know uh,
1: well, okay. i still want more of goliath yeah i still care about that relationship mm-hmm. you know like no matter how many fuck-ups that Goliath has done, I still care about that relationship for yeah. some odd reason.
3: I wanna know how the hell he survived the fallout jumping off the cliff.
1: Serious. <laughs> like, what is that? I'm gonna I'm gonna predict there was some water mm, that he landed sense. in that he you know he swam up to shore. Are we are nap. we thinking
2: he learned how to be an Olympic swimmer? I mean, Maybe. why did he compile the notebook?
3: Was he assigned to by his clan? What 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 was the yeah. reason for that?
0: You just do it for money, and so I
3: could so see him doing it just for his own selfish purposes. Money, mm-hmm. you know, power. Or if he didn't trust the Nine Dagger people to have some some backup or some kind of insurance,
2: yeah. that's true because he's he's done that already to torah right like he got his record you know cleared because he turned in torah and so to me that says like he's maybe he's more scheming and he wanted to like build all these contacts and start having to turn in these people like you said for money or for you know insurance um because maybe he got himself into some really fucking hot water it's, know, so, it's did- so
3: odd though why would he turn in torah mm-hmm. like, why would he tu- because if he has such a close relationship with torah and torah his bro why yeah. would he turn in some other Baltimore? like why would he turn in torah without having that be set up between them as a strategy
2: right right
3: that that's a, what's a little odd because he could have turned in any of the Baltimore guys right true true because i mean he could have power- turned in martin yeah he could have turned in Claude. you know there's a lot of guys to be turning in by torah it's so interesting i mean i hope you can get more of that one
1: word when you when you only care about yourself selfishness or what is it egotistical narcissistic narcissistic Mm -hmm. yes Yes. i think you know goliath is a true narcissist that only Mm -hmm. cares about his own well-being um just speaking of personal, personal stuff, not me, someone <laughs> else. Okay. Um, and it was it was sisters, and you know, you kind of, and that person, um, threw her own sister under the bus when it comes to legal situations that she didn't have to own up to. Yeah. So, um, you know. It it's just it's just narcissism at its finest. I think Goliath is a true narcissist. Yeah. And he doesn't care who's in the way. He only wants to be he only he wants to be at the top. Yeah. Um and so that's something that I don't identify with Goliath for that, but I do enjoy his character. I really do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. what if goliath turned torah in because i was always assuming he he turned torah in for stuff torah had done for the Baltimans. but what mm-hmm. if he, like he gave evidence on him and before they couldn't pick him up because they had no evidence but what if to what if goliath had done a bunch of crap and then just mm-hmm. fingered torah and served as a witness for Tor yeah. doing stuff that he had done
0: that would make sense
3: <laughs> yeah that's kind yeah. of what you're more throwing him under the bus for his own legal problems, right? Mm-hmm. Kind mm-hmm. of what you're talking about, darling.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Self-preservation at all costs.
1: Yeah, yeah. at all costs. It doesn't matter. It um, and I think with this chapter, it's just showing, you know, with this whole thing of you wanting to pr- protect yourself or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it only gets to, it only gets you so far, um, with that whole narcissistic personality. Yeah, um, eventually so, it has
2: consequences, as we well saw.
1: Yes, it has consequences, and um, you guys watch the next podcast. I'm sure you guys will understand why, mm-hmm. but um, you yep. know. It's you, you can't be selfish in life, I think, whether it be friendship, uh, sibling, whatever. If you care mm-hmm. about this person, you do not be selfish in life. So, words of wisdom,
0: I mean, yeah.
3: maybe Goliath thought that because Torah is so big, big brother, so strong. Mm-hmm actually invulnerable
0: yeah I think so, so. That you
3: can you he can he can take it whatever it is
0: yeah i think also there might be an element of jealousy and you know oh sure presented that torah was so successful and you know big and strong which you know if he, he was short that's a very big tip on people's shoulders who are short mm-hmm. generally and i think that you know this was i don't know if he consciously was aware of this but i think that subconsciously it might have been a way for him to take torah down a notch so that he can now have time to rise and you know room to expand and grow himself maybe he felt like yeah. now he has the arena and you know my, my theory until until these episodes my theory had always been you know maybe Goliath turned him in because it was a plot to like got torah clean and get out of the mafia and maybe that's why he compiled the notebook because he wanted to you know clean the streets and get everyone out of the mafia and you know Girl. pick things right again <laughs> but clearly that was not the case
2: yeah yeah and and also like one of the things and and this is why i really hope we get more backstory on this as we go um is that what in the fuck happened to goliath in those two years right because like sure he's a he's a sly talking kid but he seemed pretty fucking straight-laced you know like maybe he got himself into a little bit of trouble but clearly it wasn't too much because he was able to clear his name right so like what happened like how did he get sucked into that life you know there's there's you know and like you said like why did he we still don't know why he made the notebook
1: like why on earth is he on a different plan for some reason was he the unwanted sibling from the shelter that vincent didn't want so he was left over Maybe, like, maybe you know. Is this why? Is this, is this why he feels incompetent? Maybe. Surely is not yet. Well, no, but huh? like,
2: <laughs> but let's also think. Like, I remember <laughs> when Torah was like, remember baby Torah? The scene between baby Torah and Martin, and Martin talks about them like get them being taken from the the uh, adoption agency. And he's like, they didn't treat us good there. And he used the term us. So like,
1: it Mm. makes me
2: think that like, maybe they were there together.
3: Hmm. Well, what I want to know is what, where the hell is he right now? Why is he in jail? Why is he under threat of execution? What did he do to get in jail? Are his injuries from falling to the tree out of the cliff? Or are there some subsequent injuries? Did they beat him in jail? Why did they beat him up in jail? You know there's a lot of questions as to the current situation, true, and the past. Mm-hmm. So, that yeah. that would be nice to know.
1: There's so many unanswered questions, and it's like everything that Peg said why is his arm cut off? Who are these people that have imprisoned him? There's I so much more that we need to know about Goliath. End of story, period. <laughs> Word. So yeah. I need to know.
2: Whether he survives the day or not. Again, we don't know. Who knows? Maybe Tora can swoop in, call his buddies in and like, I don't know, maybe they can fly a black op hel- helicopter and just like, like bulldoze the place. I don't know. I don't know. Rescue because ass again. Right. Yes. Mm hmm. Rescue his ass again just like he always has i mean it's possible i would
1: rescue his ass again if i was torn that's my that's uh someone i care about oh i'm going to rescue his ass doesn't matter yep i know who to call now darla (laughs) ride or die it doesn't matter i would drop anything
2: note to self memorize darla's phone number
1: (laughs) It's like, yeah. you know, oh, oh, oh my, clo- my store needs closing. Off, oh, fuck you guys. Hey, gotta go see my friend over here.
0: We're glad that we take priority over in a store.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! But I you guess
3: we'll have your to way see. around a shooting range, don't you? I do. I'm I a
1: really great shot.
3: Mm-hmm. I believe Pulls it.
1: Bullseye, kill shots. <laughs> <laughs> no less no less
3: excellent
2: <sighs> oh my god
3: now we just need somebody else to fly a helicopter
2: exactly okay.
3: i have a cousin who took helicopter flying lessons and can fly a helicopter
2: cool. okay yeah sounds good so we're now we're forming a mission to go save <laughs> goliath the three of us
1: shit i thought you were saving
3: me <laughs> what the heck I didn't, know, I
1: didn't what, know. What can he do? Sing, sing uh, I, uh, a fuck wonderful I don't know. song.
2: I can, I can use my therapist superpowers to sweet talk and be like, "I need to talk to this kid one last time before he goes."
1: <laughs>
3: well, we can find where he is because they left his damn phone on. So
2: this we'll we'll triangulate. Hang it. Now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're gonna go in. Somebody get a Black Hawk. I'll use my Wiley therapist superpowers. D- Darlene will be the person who goes in and shoots the guards. Yeah. <laughs> We're going in recon. We are going in. We will, I will use to.
1: every military skills, connection I have.
3: Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mindy? What are you contributing? Um, organization. I'll uh, organize it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> And, and, yeah first uh, aid i will pack food yes oh, food is <laughs> yes food is okay important. so mindy's in charge of snack
2: <laughs> mindy's the mom of the mission and all our to-do lists
1: <laughs> i need hot cheetos mindy make sure that my stash is on lock
0: this is this okay. a lot of trips with my friends and we I need- brought all the food and my, okay. my other mom friend who was like the responsible one in her her family was so grateful she's like oh my god I didn't have to do everything myself like Mindy also did
3: it she was very happy <laughs> okay so, so we, we need, so Emma, mom, we, need a Black Hawk, we need hot Cheetos <laughs> and like a Trello list and we're good Oh, yeah I like apples and celery sticks sorry we're
0: probably celery gonna need some whiskey sticks. too
3: we <laughs> cannot run a black ops mission on freaking celery sticks so you need <laughs> <feel. You need laughs> that. get it together
1: he needs his nutrients what she's gonna put some peanut butter and raisins yes. on it peg i think we'll have some protein mm. <laughs> from those little logs Logs.
3: You know, we're gonna spring Goliath, and he's gonna look at the damn logs and run right back into the south <laughs> <hell? laughs> Sorry, Goliath. Okay, if you're, see, not, you're
2: gonna go with-
3: <laughs>
2: see, we're we're the special ops team that Torah is gonna call to go right. in. We are in the southeast region. We're gonna find his ass. <laughs> you're in the sort of in the southeast region, yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit, yeah.
3: A little bit. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle. Kind we can of- make
2: it work. We're calling it
1: Southeast.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So,
3: mm-hmm. um, do we have a favorite
0: panel? And you know, I know this is a, it's a serious episode, but like maybe mm-hmm. most evocative panel because these panels to me are so good and they're they're so expressive. So, like, I'm kind of choosing my favorite panel based on that. Okay. Yeah. I'm
1: looking.
0: Let me see. Mm. I guess, see, I, I don't want to say favorite because it's not a good panel. So I'm not happy. <gasps> But it's a but it's a good panel because it's so perfect at what it does, which is a show of motion. Yeah. So like mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many, but this one, this one is really striking to me. Oh yeah!
1: I was gonna pick that one, Mindy. You I, stole mine.
0: Oh, okay. Well we can share. I yeah. almost did.
1: I will pick another.
0: Okay. Yeah, the one where he says it's almost dawn and you know you see the light go out of his eyes.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he looks mm-hmm. so so much like okay so there. my
3: first runner up is poppy's ass but i will go yes with this one, <laughs>
1: this one.
3: <laughs> okay yeah the, the really that's that seems, like shows the bareness inside his heart you know the, the shower scene the isolation no it's him going really from inside the cell mm. that's that one
2: oh. okay yeah but
3: very close runner up is poppy's ass so i oh go ahead peg i can't with my screen is messed up
1: okay. uh,
3: no whatever Let's
1: see if i can get mine to
2: work okay so, i
1: picked mine
2: okay go darlene you
1: go first patty
2: okay well i'm gonna be a thirsty bitch here and say this the one of goliath dear god glorious. this which the, hand, the hand, both of them. I need both of them. You gotta them. pick one. Uh. Uh-uh. No, I want both. I'm a greedy bitch. one screen, so uh... listen, okay, fine, fine. If I have to pick one, it has to be his face because I'm gonna be a right. thirsty bitch. Okay, right. like, yeah. listen, after we go in and save him, your girl needs a side piece. Okay, like, fine. <laughs> Those little guys if have energy. Is
1: six three? What's Goliath's? height because he's obviously six. shorter
2: yeah, i was gonna say he's I like mean, five 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 six max
1: that's okay i'm still down but no i'm i'm loyal to taurus sorry that's okay Who that got into little. me sorry it <laughs> that was, was a very short laugh sorry that's okay
2: yeah <laughs> it's okay i'm sure like listen ulan has a harem i'm sure he would be okay with me having my own harem of <laughs> fictional boyfriends so i'm sure he will forgive me for this one
0: i mean you will have teal here you know, it's really inevitable. this is true
2: oh. this is true this was not planned and clearly we are destined oh
1: yeah it's like mermaid-ish hair kind right of
2: like i did a little bit of red a little bit of teal nice like,
1: that's so cool so what's your so. panel darling no oh. you gotta put it in front of your mind. face all
3: i can see is balls <laughs> <laughs> what the heck
1: there's steam for you like, steam how do i on do both this? sides
3: of your back star- screen okay
1: okay how do i do this
2: put how it do next do to your I, face
1: um, yeah. yeah put it by like your face. Right in front of my face yeah Lick just it. like
2: put it right here there you go a...
1: oh, oh yes, yes. wait <laughs> Tora's butt in orange jumpsuit so
2: awesome.
0: two <laughs> panels two emotional panels even ratio there we Listened
1: go everywhere. that's my I favorite.
3: love your nails by the way those are yeah.
1: dude they're <laughs> chipping it's so stupid I'm kind of mad that my nail lady suggested me to do brown underneath because they're just chipping now i love oh. them but yeah they're cute right they're cute mm-hmm.
0: really cute well, totally I'm, cute more, I will appreciate them.
2: yeah he needs a little back scratch oh right i know now, oh, I think.
1: oh yeah he, a- anything for him anything <laughs> well i'm glad we were able to
0: inject some levity in this episode and end of yeah. a-
1: <laughs> if
2: it was going to be anyone who could have humor about one of these episodes it would be us three
1: <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. Oh my God. Such, such an amazing episode. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah.
3: Takeaway is orange jumpsuit. Yeah.
1: Orange jumpsuits uh, are like wow. Oh my God. My significant other, I didn't want to say his name. I was about to say his name right now. Um, <laughs> He told me that for Halloween, he dressed up as um a prison guard at his oh, workplace shit. but he didn't tell me like he didn't show me any pictures so if oh, I dear. get pictures I will show you
3: yes please
0: Todd um, audience question
1: there's <laughs> questions
0: we can ask but I guess you know what the, what that comes to mind is why do you think Goliath is where he is so there's yeah possibilities, but you know put down your theory is in the comments
1: Goliath he you know honestly no matter how much I love his character he has been a selfish prick this entire time he's let his narcissism get the best of him and he Mm -hmm. has thrown every single person he cares about under the bus so on that part it's unforgivable but at the same time Time. I can understand where he's coming from because, like, okay, mind you, whatever next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand why.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he slept with someone he shouldn't have.
1: He slept with somebody he shouldn't. That's have my theory. Done.
3: That's why he's in. That's why he's where he's at. Mm.
1: That's
3: yeah.
2: Mm. Mm. did he knock Ooh. somebody up are we gonna have little baby goliaths <laughs> oh no they're talking i i'm thinking i was thinking more like somebody's mafia air got you know got out with blue hair or what? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean Ooh, blue clearly mm. listen mm-hmm. listen okay i want to know who goliath's hairdresser is that's an audience question who is goliath's hairdresser because he has been gone for two months this motherfucker has been in the goddamn jungle how is he keeping (laughs) his blue hair so fresh i can't even keep mine fresh like what the hell (laughs)
1: they're airdropping air uh what's that shit that your husband bought recently
2: drones
3: they're using drones (laughs) oh shit yeah yeah, yeah, I'm being called away to do a uh, homework assistant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm
3: <laughs> gonna have to wrap up. I'm sorry, yeah.
2: that's no. okay. No. We love you, Peg. It's okay, Peg. We're nearing the
1: end. Oh, yeah, we're at the end.
2: <laughs> oh, we're at the end. We're good. Yeah, all, all right. right. Bye, Peg. Love you. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for this was
1: great.
0: Thank you. I mean, great and we- great in terms of analysis of a sad episode
2: so yeah all right all right In we'll a... see y'all next season yeah
0: yes. thank you to my current patrons lily molly veronica emily joe rochelle saucy Tuggles, and rose alexa misty joanne esther and watching you people emily jean Kay, lily Beckett, christine sadie Teresa, mrs castaldo amapora ruby sophia and swina your support is truly appreciated